0: Hello and welcome to the RadioTimes.com Doctor Who podcast. Uh, My name's Hugh, and this week I'm joined, as uh, I have been a few times in recent weeks, by Rob Lean. Uh, Hi Rob, how's it going?
1: Hello, Uh, yeah, it's all good, thank you. Thanks for having me. I'm sure uh, Morgan would be gutted to know that I'm here in his stead.
0: It's true, yeah. I mean, you know, Morgan's losing his privileges. You know, at some point we're going to have to tot it up and see who actually gets the top slot in terms of appearances. I think he's still probably got a bit of an edge. On the rest of you but um it's adding up um and the reason Rob's here to chat to me this week is to talk about um an interesting story that broke uh over the last few days uh so this was on Sunday I believe or Saturday night that this sort of first uh started. I was on Twitter looking around I saw oh Jodie's trending I wonder what J- that's about is it about Jodie Comer or maybe it's Jody Whitaker. I clicked on that and everyone's saying oh I'm sad Jodie's going but I'm really looking forward to see Ollie Alexander and I was like what? That old rumour from a few months ago that Ollie Alexander was going to do Doctor Who based off the fact that, um, you know, SFX asked him that question. Well, they asked Rossity Davis that question. Um, and then I looked up, and basically, yeah, there was this whole story in The Sun originally, and then a lot of other places picked it up, that um, Ollie Alexander was going to be the next Doctor. So it was all sort of certain. It was all locked in, so they said. Um, but, um, yeah, I, I had my suspicions, and accordingly... Uh, a day or so later, um, he denied it himself. Rob, I think you have the denial, which was quite fun.
1: I do. I'm, uh, I've am i got it here in front of me, I'm reading directly off of RadioTimes.com as we speak. Uh, okay, here we go. Uh, his agent Martha Kinn told RadioTimes.com, even though Ollie is often contacted by Cybermen, I'm afraid I have to exterminate this speculation. As nice as it is to see interest in this story regenerate, it just isn't true. As oud as it might sound, Ollie is focusing on his music for the time being.
0: The time being. Low on there. Uh, <laughs> you know, impressive, impressive reading there, Rob. It's, it's a lot harder to say out loud than it is to uh, read. Um, but yeah, I mean, but, so there you go. That's basically about as definitive a denial as you can get. Um, and there's sort of, you know, a bit of history with this. Obviously, like I said, uh, the story's been around for a while, hence the regenerate comment. It's not a new story. It's one that's just come around again. Um, and I think because people were saying and so emphatically, here's Olly Alexander, um, you know, that people were kind of like, oh, it must be true. But I don't know if you remember who the uh, 13th Doctor was going to be for a while thereof. Do you remember?
1: Oh, is this Chris Marshall?
0: Chris Marshall, the 13th <laughs> Doctor that never was. There's a brilliant quote. Um, I mean, I'm not trying to look. I'm not trying to you know throw any stones or whatever in glass houses. But there's a great quote in a tabloid um, from the time which said um, the BBC won't risk a woman doctor. Uh, they they want someone like David Tennant again and then I think to literally two or three months later Jodie Whittaker was unveiled. So it was just nonsense. <laughs> Chris Marshall, if, I mean, you know, never know, maybe he was considered for a bit but I don't think so. I think um, Chris Chibnall has said he always wants the female Doctor and in this case as well, the story not really come from anywhere. You know, it's one of those things where I feel like, I said this in a piece I wrote on the weekend, but I was kind of saying, oh, this, this is why this probably isn't true. And then it was slightly, uh, you know, about an hour after I put it out, then they kind of debunked it anyway. So it went out of date very quickly. But um, I still, I, you know, at least I was on the right side of it. Basically, I kind of said, like the papers very rarely call these things right, next doctors and stuff. They do get, you know, you know, find out interesting stuff about the series all the time, and that's great. But I'd say I was trying to think about it. and I can't remember any of the modern doctors being like reported really far ahead of time. I don't know about you, like I remember that when Matt Smith took over from David Tennant, he was like putting the odds about a day or two before. And, you know, me and my family were like, well, it's probably him because I've never heard of him. <laughs> 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 um, and similarly, uh, you know, Jodie Whittaker suddenly entered the odds, I think on the day that she was announced. And I was like, oh no, they wouldn't do that. Oh no, no way. I was, I was all set for Richard Milan. I thought Richard Mylon is the 13th Doctor. Uh, fun, <laughs> fun fact. And similar for Peter Capaldi, one of my colleagues uh, went to the launch event him where they kind of brought him out on stage convinced that Ben Daniels was going to walk out because (laughs) he'd done all this stuff where he kind of pretended he was going to be in it Um, so yeah it is kind of I mean I don't know if you can you remember any of any times that anyone's got it right since the series came back
1: no I was gonna say that didn't we know about Peter Capaldi quite ahead of time but you've just reminded me that I think what I'm remembering is that they did that whole special show to reveal him yeah. And then for it was then quite a long time after that that he was actually in Doctor Who.
0: Yeah, I think that's right. I think because there was that sort of weird uh, period where Matt Smith kind of didn't... He did the uh, anniversary special and Peter Capaldi kind of appeared in that. And I think that was after he'd already been announced, presumably. So they did this whole like on-stage interview thing with Peter Capaldi before he was even in the show, which, which is nice. I mean, they've done similar things. You know, we did uh, Doctor Who Confidential thing for Matt Smith back in the day back in 2009 it must have been um but yeah so the one time that I think that one of these sort of things did turn out to be true was um back in the day radiotimes.com uh we 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 sort of worked out that Pearl Mackey was the new companion specifically because um somebody put loads of money on Pearl Mackey being the new companion uh in a a betting (laughs) shop a couple of days beforehand and we were like who's Pearl Mackey (laughs) um and then we found out that she'd you know, Pierre Capaldi had come and seen her show a few days before, and she'd just followed a few Doctor Who people, so it kind of seemed fairly likely, Uh, Uh, but again, that was very close to when it was actually revealed, it was only a day or so before, and that tends to be the rule, is they kind of relax things when they're pretty close to the reveal, and that's when the truth starts to come out, Um, and the thing with Ollie Alexander was if it had been someone completely random, I might have believed it more, if it had been you know, someone I've never heard of, or like an actor that's never been mentioned in conjunction with the role, I might have been like, Oh, interesting. But with him, you know, the source of it is this interview he did with SFX. Well, not that he did, but, uh, you know, Russell T Davis did with SFX talking about this. You know, they've had John Barrowman's comments on whether he'd, you know, be good for it. Other actors have done it. You know, it's kind of like there's been chat about Ollie Alexandra for a while, isn't
1: there? Yeah, it's been in the ether for a while. Like you say, I think oh, I wish I had that quote in front of me that I'm fairly sure Russell T Davis. Practically laughed it off when SFX asked him. And he said,
0: you're going ru- to ruin his life. <laughs> <laughs> he's a prescient man. I mean, which makes sense. Yeah, no, I, I, remember, I can't remember the exact wording, but it was something like that, isn't it? It was like, oh, no, everyone's going to ask him this forever now. And, you know, he was right. <laughs> <Everyone> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah,
1: I think you're right. I think as much as I can, I could see him as a doctor. Like He's one of those uh, celebrities, actors yeah. who are... Uh, Quite a lot of the outfits that he wears are often quite science fictiony, and they literally in "It's a Sin" did that little Doctor Who skit.
0: Yeah, I mean, he has already faced off with the Daleks, which is unusual for uh, <laughs> for a wannabe Doctor. Well, not really, you know, a wannabe. You know what I mean? For a prospective yeah. Doctor.
1: Yeah, but I think I would put him in the camp of. I don't think he would move to Cardiff for however long they would need him to be in Doctor Who. Cause that always used to be the thing, wouldn't it? They would,
0: Will this person know. move to Cardiff? It's it's the game, the <laughs> flowchart. Um, yeah, it's, and also, you know, he's got a big singing career. He um, is he's sort of the person, I think I talked about this in the podcast with Morgan before, he feels like the kind of buzzy person who people say should be the next Doctor. And it reminds me of when they said, oh, Phoebe Waller-Bridge will be the first female Doctor for ages. And I was like, would she do it? Because she could yeah. kind of do anything. And I feel like at the moment, he could pretty much do anything. And, you know, Doctor Who's a great role, but I'm not sure if it would be like, the best career move for him at this particular moment and also I feel like people are just saying this because they've seen him be really good in something and he's the you know a relatively young guy and they just think oh yeah he'd be a good doctor and I think he probably would I mean if nothing else I'd love to see the first singing doctor uh, <laughs> I mean well, not the first but you know the first uh, professional singing doctor on the show that uh, open some interesting opportunities Like when they got Matt Smith to pointlessly play football occasionally <laughs> um, yeah they could but, yeah. do um
1: they could do Doctor Who the musical episode at long last.
0: Bring it back yeah but I think there's, there was a stage show or something like that so they could you know dig that out update it a little bit add in some you know Slavine or something <laughs> Bob's your uncle you're sorted yeah no I think it's quite interesting um the one thing that I do think is interesting that's come out of this whole thing is um there was uh, a, a comment from a BBC insider which um we got and uh, you know to be honest a few other people got this quote as well but it was something that was uh, sent around um as ever, bosses are staying tight-lipped about what they have planned, but with filming still going on, they clearly have plans for episodes to be playing out much later into 2022. So there's lots more to come for Jodie's Doctor. Um, so obviously that doesn't rule out the fact that, the fact that she's leaving hasn't even been confirmed, we should say. Um, it's just, that's a rumour. But, you know, it, as as day-to-day goes, it does seem pretty likely. Um, but they have confirmed something we talked about in the podcast recently, which is the fact that, there are going to be episodes in 2022 as well as this year which suggests jody's sticking around for a while longer even if it is technically still within the eight episode camp that they kind of already announced
1: yeah that's cool so are we thinking i think i did listen to that episode are we thinking uh, maybe uh, there's going to be a split season or there's going to be i think special? it might be
0: like six and then two you know maybe six episodes new year's day special and then a departing you know regeneration special in like spring or something i don't know that's just a theory we i don't know or it could be that they're going to do eight episode season and then more but um yeah i, I they, <laughs> i don't mean to uh disparage anyone they've never given us more <laughs> than what we <laughs> expect in recent years of doctor here you know what i mean it's it's quite down to the wire to actually make the show at all especially in the yeah. current you know situation with the pandemic um and they've been filming up through all different levels of restrictions from like not entirely locked down before Christmas through like full lockdown for a few months and now back out again to, you know, relative normality. Um, so I imagine, yeah, eight episodes is what they said they were going to do. I can't imagine them suddenly announcing a couple more. I'd love it if they did, but um, it would be great. Uh, yeah. But I don't do think you, they
1: will. Yeah. Do you think that, so Doctor Who series is seem to be getting shorter. Do you think that fact means that the next Doctor doesn't necessarily have to be someone who has to move their whole life to Cardiff forever. If it's going to be like a six or eight episode type thing, could it be someone a bit more of a stunt casting? We've only got them for a few months, but they're going to be the doctor kind of thing.
0: Well, I mean, I've heard rumours to that effect uh, for ages that they wanted to do even that they wanted to do a small series with a sort of big name doctor to kind of get really people really interested and then regenerate again to like someone else just to kind of just try something new. Um, You know, people talk about Michael Sheen and people like that. Um, but I, I don't know. Like, I feel like even if you're just doing six episodes, like at the moment, it's about a 10 month shoot, right? For 10 episodes, well, 11 episodes. So, you know, six months would still be a pretty big chunk out of your year. Um, assuming it would be six months to do that many episodes. I think the trouble is the way that they made Doctor Who. It's just constantly needs to strike sets and build new sets and go on new locations and bring in new guest actors and stuff. The way that the show is where it's so serialized, well, it's not serialized. It's quite self-contained, although it is a little serialized. Um, is quite not very conducive to not living in Cardiff. I mean, I'm sure you could like commute in, but you'd basically be living there anyway because you'd have to sleep there on weeknights. Um, so yeah, I, I feel like the Cardiff rule still holds an effect for now. Yeah.
1: So it. I think you can rule out Molly Alexander and anyone else who. Swinton
0: <laughs> is the other one that always makes me laugh. Oh yeah, yeah, she'll jack. <laughs> she'll jack in the, old, the whole Hollywood thing and come and live in uh, Cardiff Bay. I mean, look, I'm from Cardiff. I love Cardiff. Um, and, you know, Tilda Swinson could do a lot worse. I love. think Car- mean, Cardiff Bay is very nice these, these days, especially in the summer. But um, <laughs> it's just, you know, what what's going to be logical? I mean, it could be that they haven't even decided yet. You know, like, they're probably having... If Jodie is leaving, again, have to add that caveat, they're probably having discussions with people. They're probably thinking about it. But if they're still filming and we don't know what the deal is with these specials, maybe they're going to film more. It could be that Jodie's not actually leaving either in terms of... Um, there was that whole year when we were all certain Jenna Coleman was leaving and then she did an extra year and later it turned out that she had meant to leave and then changed her mind after the script read through I think so you know sometimes these things happen behind the scenes so um, yeah it's I'd say it's not over until it's over and I think that's kind of once we know Jodie Whittaker's leaving we'll be able to start to think okay who's the next person going to be because remember Peter Capaldi um, announced he was leaving end of January twenty. 16 was it? I think it might have been. It was it was pretty early and then he, or maybe it was 2017 and then obviously his final series was in 2017 and then we only found out Jodie Whittaker was going to be the next Doctor in July 2017 so that was a good period of time. So I feel like before they even confirm that Jodie's leaving we're not going to find out who the next Doctor would be. That's yeah. my two cents anyway.
1: <laughs> How would you like them to reveal the next Doctor? They've tried a few different ways of doing it.
0: I do quite like the, um, what they did for Jodie. I thought that was really exciting. Um, kind of in the middle of a big sports event and for Pearl Mackie as well. I think something like that again would be cool. My ideal preference, as with many fans would be that they don't reveal it at all. They keep it a completely a secret and they suddenly reveal this actor in the middle of the episode. Then they do like the sort of thum, 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 you know, like yeah. introducing so-and-so as the doctor, like they do, you know, with Joe Martin and uh, John Hurt. I think that would be amazing. I don't think they'll ever manage it.
1: <laughs> no, it'd be it's amazing. Basically,
0: it's it's it, it's a matter of like you know how long you can keep it a secret. At some point, it's going to leak out, so you kind of have to get ahead of that. But it would be amazing if they could do that.
1: Yeah, I think it was a good uh, proof of concept that they managed to get Joe Martin into being the Doctor. That's true. I guess we
0: have we have sort of had a surprise Doctor reveal in a way. Then because it was that when none of us were looking for it. Um, maybe that's the only way they could have done it. But yeah, no, that's a good point.
1: Yeah, I guess we'd have to wait and see whose name randomly appears in the odds at the uh, random seeming time and then that will be the person.
0: Yeah, I mean, I will say Chris Marshall's popped up again uh, in some of the odds, so you never know. But wouldn't that be the best sort of redemptive twist of all time? Um, you know, all the papers were right. They were just four years out of date. Chris Marshall <laughs> is the 14th Doctor. I mean, you know, I think it would be a brilliant twist and I- I'd love to see it. Um, but what do you think, people listening at home? Uh, you know... Do you think Ollie Alexander would have made a good doctor? Do you think the next doctor is already waiting in the wings? Or is there still a long way to go before Jodie Whittaker gets replaced? Let us know in the comments. uh, Or you can tweet us at Radio Times. Or, you know, you could comment on Instagram at Radio Times if you want. It wouldn't be very efficient, but you can. Um, This uh, podcast will be back next week with another episode. Um, You can listen to older episodes on our YouTube channel or, you know, on Spotify, Acast, Apple Podcasts, things like that. Um, Please let us know if you ever have any trouble finding it, uh, because we want as many people to listen to slash watch bits of this as possible. Uh, Until next time, uh, I've been Hugh.
1: And I've been Rob.
0: And at time of recording, neither of us is the 14th Doctor either, but don't rule anything out. (laughs) Goodbye.